Everybody, it's a C dub for Wofoyo Pathfinding Resources. Bone said we should call these things Wofoyo Shorts, so I think that's what's going to happen. In this short, I want to talk to you about something that Bones could probably give a lot better talk about. It's one of the things that God has been dealing with him pretty much for the last six plus years on and that is grace and grace is its own full episode so i wanted to talk to you about a certain aspect of grace here if you look up grace in a lot of your theological dictionaries or definitions that they want to give it they're going to refer to the apostle paul and it will have something like this, and I'm going to get a little bit King Jamesy, just because of the way I've heard it said. The grace is the unmerited favor of God. And that's true. But if you think that is all there is to the definition, you can roll that up and smoke it and stick it in your flowery devotional that looks like a summer's eve carton. Yes, grace is God's favor. Yes, it is something that you can't earn. However, it goes a lot deeper than that. I've also heard some of the more Pentecostal charismatic preachers, especially ones I actually like to hear, refer to grace as the anointing of God. And for those of you that are unfamiliar with that, basically that means it is the Holy Spirit resting upon you for a purpose to make things better. The churchy way of saying it was to remove burdens and destroy yokes. And that actually refers to a passage in Isaiah that talks about the anointing. But I wanted to let you know there are some things that I've just walked out personally. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I had a similar conversation with my sister and talking about some of the things that we talk about. And I can tell you that in the last five years, I have learned more practically about grace than all the years I was in church. So let's get into that. I'm out there minding my own business, doing my own thing. Love the Lord. Don't really like people. I know there's none of you out there that can relate to that. And God uses this co-worker to let me know that he still got my number. In addition to some of the promises that God had told me. I thought God had told me. I was pretty sure I'd I'd written them down. And it looks like everything else had fallen apart. And it looked that way for a long time until he starts speaking again. And I'm not going to say that it's 100% that he wasn't speaking. 
But I can tell you this, that I really wasn't hearing. And if I did, it was here and there. So that being said, there's this wake-up call. And step by step, there were little things where I felt led. Sometimes it was a direct command. It was a direct question. Would you do this for me? And I was faithful. Definitely not perfect. Lord, no. Uh, Made my share of mistakes. But that willingness to step out and actually act on what I felt God was leading me to do led to one thing. And it led to another. And it led to another. And this little sequence of walking by faith over in Ephesians 2, Paul kind of says it like this. For by grace you have been saved through faith. So these things work together. And that, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, one of our themes at Wolf OYO, we we talk about balance. And that passage of scripture right there is so balanced. And people will say, well, you can't earn your way to salvation. Well, yes, it does say that. But at the same time, that he says it's not of works, but he talks about we're created in Christ Jesus for good works, but God's foreordained that we should walk in them. So in describing some of the things I described to you just a tad bit earlier, comparing it with this scripture here, because we do base things off the word, what I found was it is God's grace that is calling And yet, as you answer in obedience, what happens is his grace and anointing comes upon you. And where you didn't see a way possible for things to work out, all of a sudden, it's like this path opens up. And I mentioned there was a time where it seemed like what I thought God was telling me this ain't happening. It ain't happening for over 15 years until all of a sudden, because of little acts of obedience here and there, I go back and look at these notes and everything that he promised is coming to pass. And you're just like, wow. So as you are faithful, the anointing of God kicks in. And enables you to walk in the path that he has foreordained. But the result of this is good works. No, the works don't save us. But the funny thing is, the grace of God, as you walk in it, ends up producing works. And it said that you were created for good works. So you, as you are obedient and you begin to get a revelation of God's grace operating upon and within you, you're getting closer and closer to God's 
purpose and plan for you. So I want to let you know that grace has a purpose here. Now the next question is this. You're saved by grace. Well, what for? What are you called to do? What is the thing that God is speaking to you? What is the thing that the Holy Spirit is putting on your heart that you either know you should be doing or maybe you don't know quite yet, but man, there's this tug. There's this idea that won't let let you go. There's this thing that's way, way deeper than an idea that just keeps coming back to you and won't let you go. You might want to listen. Ask God, what am I supposed to be doing? And guess what, folks? This does not have to be relegated to the realm of your local church. Your mission field could be a new career. Your mission field, what God has ordained for you to walk in, might be restoring family. Your mission field, what God has called you to walk in so that you can get a revelation of his grace operating both upon and within you and through you, it definitely does not have to be confined to traditional ministry. A matter of fact, a lot of times what you're going to find is that the grace of God is going to show up as you begin to shine the light of God where maybe it's not so easy to see. Maybe it's going to seem a little bit dark, but that's where it's going to be the most noticeable because that's where it's needed. So just wanted to encourage you that grace has a purpose So what is that purpose for you? What is this grace that God has called you to walk in? If you don't know it, set some time aside. Get alone with God. Get very, very, very honest with both God and yourself. And then listen. Get out a pen and pad. Listen. Write it down. Once you get the answer, pray about it. And then as you begin to confirm what the Holy Spirit is saying, you get in that word. And as long as it's not violating the word, you start to act on it. Watch as the grace of God starts to operate through you and reveal your next steps for the path that he has called you to walk in. And then when you look at it four or five years down the road, you'll be seeing how you were able to show the love of God, how you were able to touch people for Jesus Christ, how you were able to bring the kingdom about. And a lot of times it's going to be in areas where it sure didn't look like the kingdom was there. At least that's the wofo way of doing it. Now, a lot of churches, what am I supposed to be doing? Well, let's give you this personality test. And that's just a great way to get miserable. 
well, you have these characteristics. You're probably uh, a prophetic person. You're, we see how you might be uh, cut out to be a teacher or you might be called to the apostolic. Let me tell you something. The gifts and callings of God can't be reduced to an algorithm. They can't be reduced to a formula. Those tests are about as anointed as a white dog turd that's been petrified on the sidewalk by the sun. One other thing. You go, well, I know what I'm called to do. Okay. But make sure that it's the Holy Spirit revealing to you what you're supposed to be doing and not your own ego. I'll tell you straight up. The Holy Spirit revealed to me what I was supposed to be doing way back in the day. And one of the reasons I had to go out in the wilderness is because my ego began to step in. And there was a very real danger of sidetracking or flat out wrecking what God had intended. And a lot of times what what happens is when the Holy Spirit shows up, and we've said this several times, when the Holy Spirit shows up, we said it about church services. What we don't realize is this is true in our own lives. When the Holy Spirit shows up, he shines the light. And a lot of time it reveals that ugly that's there. So make sure it isn't your own ego, because I guarantee you what God has called you to do, his path for it is going to be different. Maybe a little bit different, maybe a lot different than your perception of how this thing's supposed to roll out. So I want to encourage you, get along with God. Get in that word. Find out what you're supposed to be doing. Pray. Ask about it. And then once you get that answer, you got to trust. Be obedient. And take those first steps of obedience and continue in that. And I promise you, God's grace will reveal itself both upon you and in you. And just realize, yes, it is a free gift paid for by blood. But that gift has a purpose. So for Bones and myself, this is C-Dub reminding you that if you're going to grow, you got to woe fo yo. Get in the word for yourself. <laughs>